We are absolutely not even close to the proximity of the warehouse. For the third Blitzball battle, we've got even more players, if you can believe it. More and more and more interviews. Let's talk Blitzball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about Blitzball and boys, but mostly about boys. I'm your co-host, Brendan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. Hey, Brendan. Got another interview this week leading up to Ball and Play, which comes out for everybody keeping track Coming this soon. Saturday. 25th. Oh, shit. That's fast. I got to catch up. Yeah. We're very, I'm very excited about it. I love Ball and Play, man. That's awesome. Um, but today... We have the king of the walk-up music oh, man. coming on to the show. Oh, baby. So I have to say, stepping up to the mic, number 14, Dalton Feely. Wow. Sorry, you don't get to sing it yourself. That's all right. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I texted Brendan this morning, like right when I got out of the shower, I was like, Brendan, can you like, how hard is it for you to put like 10 to 15 seconds of like basket case by green day on your soundboard? And, uh, he was like, not hard at all. Like, That'll take do you me mind 10 if to I do seconds. beautiful girl? <laughs> he goes, do you mind if I do beautiful girls by Sean Kingston? Uh, because that's the one that I think he sang the most. That was, so it's funny you said that because that was my walk up song in high school. And the quick funny story about Which it was... One, bas- basket Case or Beautiful Girls? Uh, beautiful Girls, okay. and that's why okay. I chose that first. And I also thought it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, three quarters of the way into my senior year, it got banned. Like, there was a complaint really? because it had the term suicidal in it. Oh, so right. I had to change it from Beautiful Girls to, I think I went with uh, One More Night by Maroon 5, just because of, like, the beginning. Because we couldn't wow. do, like, the, you know, middle of the song, end of the song. Um, did not try to sing that because I am no Adam Levine. That ain't gonna sound. <laughs> so you think you're a Sean Kingston, but you're not Adam Levine. All right. That's oh, I, yeah. I, Sean <laughs> oh, Kingston's yeah. in more of the vocal range. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's, if you said that you changed it to Basket Case, I would have lost my fucking <laughs> mind. <laughs> oh my gosh! I so I think in Roulette, I could be wrong. I might have sang Holiday by Green Day. Oh shit! Okay. I think so. I, I remember that for sure. It was either that or Blitzball Battle Two. Yeah, so, I know it was one of them. It wasn't this one. It was the last one of the last two. Yeah. So, I mean, like, what? it's not always the same song. So what is it? Is it just like whatever you were listening to on the way down? I kind of just go by feels. And it's all in the name, you know, feely in the feels. Oh, but, yeah. um, oh. <laughs> we got, you can get a pun tally going. That's one. <laughs> also, um, is before you, do you, did you get a lot of shit for that in like high school? Like, like Dalton touchy feely, like anything like that? Like, did you ever get? Wow, Brendan, of- that was so good. You'd be such a good bully. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I really didn't. Um, and I wouldn't really be offended. I, I try to have, like, thick skin regardless. Yeah, like, yeah. That's all out of good fun. Okay, good. Um, but no, I really didn't get much wow. out of it. All right. I guess my high school is just one, more perverted. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> the one I would get um, was Salty Dalty. That was the salty, one ooh. I would get. Salty Dog Dalty. All right, I like that's that. a pretty good one. Wait, sorry, sorry to cut you off, though. Going back to the singing, why'd you only do it for the first at bat of every game? We were so we were getting ready for every at bat. You walking up, different song, changing it up. You know the real superstar treatment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just you, uh, probably didn't sound good, and the editors were like, "Man, he sounds like fucking shit this time. <laughs> like it's awful. We don't want to do that to him." Um, oh, so, so you were singing it, but they cut you out. 
Uh, I think so. And they probably did that for my own good. <laughs> okay. They, they probably did that for my own good. Uh, okay. The, 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 the voice, uh, the vocal selection might not have been in the wheelhouse. So. <laughs> so we had, after the game that you hit the home run, and you were like, oh, post like what your walk-up music would be in the comments. We had Jimmy on like the very next episode. I think the day okay. that that episode went out, we had Jimmy on. And we asked him what his would be, but then we did the opposite because I think it would be different because we know yours was Beautiful Girl and then One More Night. Mm -hmm. Or if you were a reliever or closer coming in, what would your entrance music be? For me or for Jimmy? For, for, for you. you, for you. Jimmy, uh, oh, I forget oh, what he Jimmy said. said. I think he says like I Bruce Springsteen. Some, it's, uh, Maybe. Like I, know what, I know what my answer was because it's the same one. Every What's time. Your, what would yours be? This is stolen from me, by the way. So, Sledgehammer, <laughs> Sledgehammer right, by Peter, Peter Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah, yeah, because oh. my name is Peter. The only problem is if it that like obviously Peter's there, which is great. It's a great song like to pump somebody up. The only problem is I feel like it would only work for like a fastball dominant pitcher, and that's not me. <laughs> uh, well, as long as you got out anyways, like yeah, yeah. If it pumped you up, pumped the crowd out, whatever. Um, that's a good question because I mean, like, that's such a different vibe than like walking up because my exactly. walk up songs more like jolly, like happy go lucky, jolly like that. I mean, you could do that too. Um, I, I get you. You kind of want to seem a little scary. Like, there's like the Sandman. There's like the Hell's Bells of the world. Yeah, but like, Ooh. I'm gonna be honest, guys. I am probably the least intimidating person right. in terms of like personality into the warehouse. So, like, <laughs> I am you not say you're less intimidating than Zoe. We're we're close. Like <laughs> I think wow. I'd give it to me. So I Couple think I give it to me. Well, oh, we're I you know I think me and Zoe are the top tier sweethearts. But <laughs> I would say he's more intimidated because of his play, and that's a in a good way. Right. Like for how good he is, and oh, for what his, the like, fuck are you talking stuff. about? <laughs> I, 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 I agree. You, you had the least amount of like. Um, learning curve out of anybody I've ever seen go into the but, warehouse. But like, but the hype train is on Zoe oh, right now, God. though. Right now, yeah, yeah, and as it should be, and as it should be, like he had one hell of a tournament. The We Got Ice guys, like, ah, oh, amazing. So amazing. your reliever song would be "Dynamite" by BTS, our classic oh, yes. pump up song. Yes, I. <laughs> we could say that I would <laughs> if I had to pick a BTS song, would have said "Butter" because that's probably the most popular Ooh. American one. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Smooth but, butter. But again, would, it's too upbeat. <laughs> it's not too upbeat. It's for fun. for a reliever. Uh, well, that might be like if you were a starter. Because have you ever heard Masahiro Tanaka's like pump up music before a start? No. It's wild. I'm gonna send it to you after this. It's <laughs> okay. Insane. Uh, you never. We went. Me and my buddy went to a Yankee game. Uh, it's gotta be when I was like maybe a senior in high school, and okay. we were we got there early and we heard the song. We were like. What the fuck is going on? Right, it's like a J-pop song where it's it sounds like it's a bunch of like teenage girls singing. It's insane. I'm gonna find huh. it. I'm gonna send it to you on Twitter right now. That's hilarious. I did not know that. <laughs> it, it, I'm always and interested. It was like, in, like specially made for him too. It was specially made for him when he came to the Yankees. Now I, I know his wife is famous. I don't know if that's got anything to do. She's a musical with artist, maybe. I don't know if he was a musical artist or like a fashion person, artist, some sort, but I, I, I remember hearing that his wife was famous. I'm wondering if that was like her band or some friends of hers. I don't know. Huh. 
All right, I'm going to send it to you. Yeah, I'm always because... interested in uh, like like art, artist choice in general of uh, or just media choices by baseball players. I feel like they're always usually kind of lame. Like we've gotten a lot of stuff from the Yankees. Like, oh, what's your favorite movie? And they all just like like Rudy is they're all their favorite movies. Um, a lot of baseball players are just kind of basic and just they all like country music. That's fine. It's not my bad. Yeah. But like, but they all it's just like they're all like the same person. Like like Dalton, what, what's your favorite just like genre of music or just like artist? I would. I'll give you two because I okay. guess it kind of depends on the mood. I'll say two thousand and two thousands alternative. Oh, so, very good. Like little Great one. Green Day, Lincoln Park, All American Rejects, Hell yeah. underrated that way. Yeah. Um, and agree. then I, agree. I would say like pop dance. So like if you want like Zed or David Guetta, and then you throw like those pop artists onto a track like that, just kiss. Good. Okay, those are both answers I don't think you get from a lot of MLB, MLB players. I, I appreciate both of them. There's yeah, so, of somewhere out there. There's uh, a lost video of me in fifth grade or sixth grade. I think this is like around 2006. Me and my best friend at the time wearing dresses and lip syncing to move along by all american rejects oh like, we gotta dig Good it up one. somewhere we gotta dig it up we, we know I where th- it is. that's what the fans really want i know <laughs> i really hope we can find it it's like an old dell computer that would be awesome and i would love the link for that yeah i'll put it on twitter <laughs> brendan has enough of embarrassing shit on the internet if you know where to look that's true <laughs> i still don't mean to take that down not good we did the harlem shake uh, when oh, we were in wow. college, we Brendan and I were in college together, so that's how we like met. We went to SUNY okay. New Paltz, right? Yeah. So it's three Got SUNY guys Sunnies. in the chat. Yeah. Love that. Um, so we did the Harlem Shake, and Brendan posted it on some site that was not YouTube. I think it was Vimeo. Vimeo. Oh, and I remember Vimeo. Yeah. He has like fifty thousand views on the video. <laughs> Uh, for not reasons that you would expect. Okay, yeah. Brendan, go ahead. You wanna? I was. So everyone was clothed except I was wearing just a, like a leopard skin tuggy. I don't know if you know what a tuggy is, but it's a snuggy. I don't, it's a, but just, I don't want to find out either. It, it's, it's exactly, I'll tell you. It's a, it's a snuggy. It's exactly snuggy for a certain part of your body. Got it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's a pretty famous video. <laughs> I, I guess that's a compliment. You got that many views on it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think we'd be getting into this today. That's the way we spin it. <laughs> there you go. This is the Get to Know Brendan episode, actually. Dalton's uh, the co-host. There you go. So, Brendan, next question. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit me, baby. I'm ready. So, <laughs> I'll I'll spare you. We'll get we'll get into the Blitzball Battle stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Love right. yous. You and Nikki, right? Very famously, Blitzball Battle 2, you guys did Alabama for your jerseys. Right. Blitzball Battle 3, you did Auburn. Let's get the scoop. What's the next college that you guys are going to take on tour? So, we do have a little something planned. Mm-hmm. I'll say, so Ball and Play is the same purple and orange, the, the, right. the, the Clemson theme, right? Um after ball and play, we do have something planned, but we're kind of keeping that tight to our chest. I know you don't want to hear something like uh, that. I just gave you, you the tuggy story, and you give me this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's going to be a nice little reveal. Okay, it's a right. nice, like, you'll guys, you'll see down the road, like, why we waited and we could talk about it. But okay. It's okay. it's something that Nick and I are both very excited for in terms of a, a new look, if you will. So you don't have to answer this question, but is it going to be another play on a college uniform? Yes or no, you don't have to expand. I'll answer that. No. Ooh, Shrek themed jerseys? That's crazy. 
Swamp Donkey themed? What? <laughs> wow, you just completely stole the brand. That, what a power move <laughs> for you guys. That's crazy. It's uh-huh. good. Uh, so then, a warehouse again. This one's more of a, a real question. When Wolf. we talked to Joe's before, uh, that was only a couple days ago, he said that he believes that there are rivalries organically growing in the warehouse. Yeah. He he mentioned him, like, Pinstripe and and We Got Ice, which is, like, wild, because then he said they've never beaten We Got Ice. Who That's do you the think... worst comparison. <laughs> that, that was his logic, besides going to BB3. They were rivals. <laughs> no offense whatsoever. But, like, are you serious, Joes? It was it's he, absolutely It's funny he said there's a rivalry, then he said that they've never beat them. Like, that sounds like a very one-sided rivalry to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So um, who, who is the loveliest... Yeah. Rival. I'm sure you could have guessed that's where it was Cohen. Yeah. Um. I think me and Nick might give like we would give different answers. Like, okay. I think going into BB2, like it just organically started with Rotten, mm-hmm. and like just Nikki and Trevor going at it, mm-hmm. which yeah. was awesome. And then we had those two good games between the regular season and then in the finale of BB2. Right. Like I think that happened baggage we've opened up with them both times and then it's just funny because like we look at it nick and i are very similar to jimmy and jake we're like nick and jake are very similar and and jimmy and i are surprisingly some more similar than i think people would guess mm-hmm. so okay. kind of like i for one see us very like they're an older version of us in some degree like on, so on, the, on the field especially you mean no, I don't want to say that. Okay. Um, if I'm moving like them, I'm I'm like I'd be happy. If I'm like them, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, like low thirties. I'm. I'm I more meant like like headspace wise, like the way they act and play in the field. Oh, not like, not physical think, ability. Yeah. But the way we think, yes, hundred yeah. percent. Okay. Me and Jimmy are head cases. Okay. Uh, yeah. Very nice. The, but I think what kind of developed in BB three, it's like a friendly rivalry with We Got Eyes. I think. I don't know if yeah, we're necessarily rivals, but. We see like the two games we had were arguably Both two great of the games. games of the tournament. Yeah. And a tournament filled with so many freaking amazing games. Yeah. And right. you go into those both those games like I mean the pre pregame shows and during the games, they both very friendly competition, but both also like absolutely electric games too. Like you don't let the, the goofs and gaffs get in the way of like just also really incredible play. Yeah, you, the one thing for me that I was trying to like figure out is like we're we're close outside of the warehouse so like mm-hmm. again i'm i try to be a nice positive guy and like when i'm the try to play the best like whenever i'm the best i'm not like i'm angry like i have to get yeah. to a angry spot and it's so hard for me to get to that spot because i also know it's like entertainment too and yeah. i don't want to be I'm not by nature i'm not an asshole guy but right. when i play best is when i'm angry but I can't right. do that versus ice because we're friendly. And, and I wasn't right. sure if it was just the edit, but I could tell like later in games, the further you got from the starting line where it's easier to start as like a little goofier, the more into the game you got, I feel like you got just quieter. Cause maybe that was you trying to just like tamper down the sillies and like really get deep into the, the mindset of a player. Yeah. And I think it was also just trying to focus more like right. just, it wasn't, I don't know how to phrase it, but like, I think I was a little bit in my head in terms of performance based on my on my individual aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to be super silly if I was super sucking. <laughs> right, right. No. I got so. you. Yeah. That's when you gotta overcompensate and be really silly. <laughs> be like, at least I'm giving the viewers something. Yeah, but I don't wanna 
I also don't want to be like a fake person. No, like, yeah, I get you. Because like who I am on the camera, like the guy singing, try to be positive and energy. Like that's who I really am. Right. I hope that's what people seeing who I am. So right. that's what I want to be on in the warehouse game. Yeah. So we'll be authentic. That's pretty yeah. good. I like it. I like it. So then what was it like? We'll we'll go back. Oh no, you know what? We're talking about personality stuff right now. Yeah. Every time you guys have been playing, right? Nikki, obviously, big energy guy. Yes. Love are that. you trying to like match him or are you just naturally a perfect complement to how high energy he is? I'm I am naturally high energy. I don't think anyone can match Nick. <laughs> like Nick, like we've seen like you guys have seen Nick. Like he is bonkers, like in a good way. Yeah. Like yeah. he is high energy in the aspect of like being super competitive and like never doubt we're going to win. We're going to win having yeah. his, his mental game. I think we, when we look at Nick and talk about how he is like his physical ability, he's one of the best players for sure. Yeah. He's the mentally strongest player. Be, like for just because of his mindset of we're going to win no matter what happens, doesn't matter how many runs we're down. If we're down, we're going to win this game. And that's true to a fault. Um, and that's how the energy relates, you know, for his personality and then his mindset. Like, no one can match either of those things from there. I just right, try to be yeah. who I am, and luckily I'm also high energy. Yeah, I remember it was one of the the earlier games where he gets interviewed. I think you guys are losing to Peter. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's, I think it's it was, an early We Got Ice game. I think that's what it was. And Pax, I was thinking on the, the way thing. to go bat, asks him about it. He's like, there's no doubt in my mind we're going to win right now. And, like, I think a couple people have I'm said that. Six to her and it's kind of like an empty thing you're supposed to say because like you're, you you want to sound like you have confidence but when Nikki says it there's something different about it where you actually believe him when he, when he says that and I did he cuz I yeah he absolutely means it I there's not a person in the world I'd rather play that play on a team with in the warehouse than Nick Nick is when I'm struggling if I'm struggling like there's only one person that might believe in me in the warehouse and it's not even me it's Nick and like he keeps me in the game and so yeah. When he says something like that, it's not just an empty thought. It really resonates with me, and it's it's true. And the love is mantra is like how passionate it is, and I, that's how much I appreciate mm -hmm. him. You know, that yeah, kind of he does seem like a great teammate. Fantastic, fantastic. Which is, it's funny because like we were talking about this with Jimmy too, and he he like didn't agree with us, but from a fan point of view, in Blitzball Battle Two, you guys kind of came off. Like as the heels of the tournament, you know, you're the new guys. Nikki has that really? moment where walking off Trev, where he's like, "How about it? How about it? how about <laughs> right?" Like that's not a good guy thing to do. When you read a story, the person who's talking shit like that is typically like, "All right, this guy's right. a little bit." Especially um, when like all the fans know the other people in the warehouse too, and Nikki's yeah. new. As that, much of a villain, quote unquote, as a warehouse player can be. Because obviously, right. at the end of the day, everyone watching knows everybody's just a good guy having fun with their friends. Right. 100%. But there has to be a villain in every story, you know? It's so funny. I never thought about that. I, um, I'm i also with Jimmy. I just think it's because, like, I don't view Nick as – I could be biased, but I don't view Nick as a villain. I just view Nick right. as Nick. So, right. But that said, like, I think with that game with Trevor, it was somewhat of that rivalry thing where Trevor's the reigning champ at that point. Right. He was talking a lot of a lot of stuff to Nick and I. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you saw the clip, but when they announced I was Nick's partner, he said basically, "Are are can he get some fucking ball players on his team?" <laughs> or, 
that, right. that was that hit home to us. It's like, all right, he's gonna make oh, fun shit. of us. Like, we right. couldn't even play if we play him. Right. Um, well, yeah, I guess villain's the wrong word. Villain's the wrong word. Um, yeah, Trevor's the villain. Trevor's the villain. But like, you guys came out as, oh, here's heel team number two. You I know. See. And yeah, then in this that, to, this yeah, tournament, in this tournament, completely changed. Yeah. You know, and it comes with like I think it does come with that friendly rivalry with We Got Ice, where like the game starts. Nikki and Jack both turn yeah. their hats backwards. You're like, these are yeah. just some fucking guys having fun. <laughs> and That's we also all that this is. now we like have gotten like the year to know them too, like, as like Jumbo Media personalities too. So we're more right. comfortable with with seeing their faces. Right, and from I will say for me personally, BB Three like at that point was the most comfortable I've been in the warehouse. Mm-hmm. Like right. from BB2, my first blitzball tournament, my second warehouse thing, I wasn't with John Boy Media yet. Mm-hmm. So like I'm still getting accustomed to everybody and doing all of that stuff. So not only am I nervous about playing the game, but I'm also nervous about not trying to be like an ass like in front of people <laughs> I really don't know yet. Right. Um. But then BB3 comes around. I've been around everybody for like nine months, started working there and whatnot. So that's where I'm like, all right, I'm a little more comfortable. I know who I am and like how to present myself and it was much easier. Yeah. Right. So, I mean like that's perfect going into this next one. It's like, j- can you just dive a little bit deeper into how the mindset changed from BB2 to BB3 on your end, especially considering the fact that, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, BB2 was your first time playing Blitzball like properly. Yep. Cause we talked about it before how yeah, at least I thought, you got acclimated to the Blitzball so fast because you saw even Nikki in Blitzball 2 and the one-inning league. Like, he was like, fucking, how the fuck do you throw this thing under 69 miles an hour, whatever? Yeah. And you were, like, just solid right from the get-go. It was I, super I, impressive. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> um, we tried. So I never got into the warehouse before BB2 to play. Um, so that was a little bit of a disadvantage. Um, and also not, like, inside. So I... Nick and I went to our like our high school field and we had like one or two sessions a couple weeks before and tried to get me accustomed to it, like both hitting and, and pitching. I I thought like I played baseball my whole life up until, you know, once I got to college, that stopped. But I played baseball my whole life. I felt comfortable at the plate. I was always, you know, a contact guy. So usually had a decent eye. So like I would feel comfortable at the plate. That wasn't what I was worried about. It was the throwing. Like, it's like mm-hmm. that ball, and you guys said it when you guys were talking to Zoe, when you first drew it, it's like, how the hell are you throwing that ball? Yeah. Like, you're trying to throw it straight, and this it thing goes, goes like up. 20 side or way up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where the hell it's going. Um, and so I just, you know, Nick talked, uh, told me a couple things, and Jack Doyle being Jack Doyle is super nice in BB2 before everything started. He kind of gave me some pointers to, like, all right, probably hold it like this, and then just try to find, like, one spot to keep your arm at and go from there. Yeah, right. that seems to be the way that everybody kind of starts with blitzball. Like if if they're a new player or they now we have to we see a lot of the teams have a number two that has to throw, and I think the key for them is just to find one spot and one release point that works for them, and then build off that. But if you don't have if you're working on too many things at once and you're very new to the, to that ball, it could just become kind of a mess in your head, and you just need to find the fastball first. Is what I think you need. You need yeah, to I will say going back to Peter real quick, I think my um, I, I think why I got acclimated so quickly for Blitzball was because of my baseball background. Um, okay. Just the pit, the hitting part of it. Like I, I think 
you know, baseball, you, you know the, where the ball's going to go and whatnot and how it's supposed to move. So it takes a little bit actually seeing, like, how it moves. Mm-hmm. But once you see, like, a few pitches, then I think you're like, all right, you know where it's going to be? It's just back to being hand-eye coordination. So I think that right. really helped for BB2. Um, didn't answer the question before, so I wanted to get back to that. <laughs> no, no that worries. Listen, this is a very highly uh, ADHD-based podcast. <laughs> So whenever anything comes up, that, so I was like, so that's very impressive that you're able to hold focus in the middle of something else and bring it back. It's, it's un, unheard of. Um, so yeah, but I, I agree with that too. Like when you start to see pitches, you you'll see like a oh he's throwing from that arm slot. I know exactly how the shape of the pitch is going to move. It just becomes like repetition and seeing it more, seeing seeing anything more, you're going to get better at it. But uh, it's. Peter, I don't know, and you haven't played that that much of it, but it's, it's it is really hard to see spin on that ball. Because mm-hmm. there's no seams on it or anything like that, but I think seeing arm angles to me is the the biggest tell of a pitch. Yes. I don't know about you, Dalton. A hundred percent. Um, and it, it plays. I don't know what it is, but it plays so much faster inside the warehouse. Everybody says I, that. I don't get it. Like, because when we're playing outside, that ball it does move differently, but we go from the same distance, like that forty-eight foot mark yeah. or whatever how far it is, and it's just. Doesn't feel it's nearly be like that. I guess the more air resistance outdoors or something like that. There's just wind. More, There's yeah, no more, wind inside no wind the airhouse yeah. or the warehouse. It's got to be. Mm-hmm. It's just so weird. Excuse me. It's just so weird how it's different inside versus outside. Um, but I, I, I think most pitchers, and this is including me, um, they have a towel. Like it's if I'm throwing my two seam fastball, or, or if I'm throwing my slider, if I'm throwing that like that drop, it's the one of the three. Every arm angle is slightly different or very different. You can right. tell. Only the only two guys off the top of my head, you guys can correct me on your own opinion. The only two guys I could think of that are pretty consistent with their arm slot regardless of pitch are Jack Doyle and Nick. Yeah, Jack Doyle especially because he's got so everyone has that sidearm uh like sinker, the one that's got like the loopy type sinker that looks like a lefty curveball. Uh right. and Jack happens to also have a pitch from that same arm slot that does the opposite is like the rising slider. It's incredible That's that you so can do that. It's so insane that you have the same slot. Like, oh, everybody throws that pitch. It's going to do this. Nope. His comes up and away from a right-handed batter. It's ridiculous. And it comes in fast. Like, he throws that pitch for 69. If I try to do that, my arm's <laughs> right. breaking. Like, it yeah. is the most irritating thing. And I struck out against him with bases loaded on that pitch, too. On the 4-2 count, that slider. And I remember vividly because I was like, what the hell am <laughs> it's I? It's an absurd pitch. Absurd pitch. And, like, that's yeah. Jack Doyle for a reason, man. Like, I mean, un- Jack... Uh, the best I could compare him to his pitching motion is like Tim Lincecum, not because it looks like it, but because kind of like when Tim Lincecum first came out, everyone's reaction was like, what the fuck is this guy doing with his body? Right. And the long and, hair. The long I know hair. why you said the oh, yeah. Lincecum and the hair. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's that and the whole like the, Tim Lincecum just like fucking bounced a bunch and threw the ball, like touched the ground after he was done. It, that's what Jack yeah. reminds you of because he like we've that. talked about it on the podcast before when Jack throws the ball just being a batter I would be distracted by like how his body moves like that's not what's supposed to happen mm-hmm. then there's the stutter step like the, the 2k <laughs> lot the 2k lag kind of throw yeah it's like then that, that's a whole nother loop it's like what are we facing it's like an AI <laughs> Jack you have enough <laughs> yeah exactly so uh, is he is he your most feared uh pitcher at the plate or do you have somebody else that you don't see well i numerically like i guess 
in my head Jack is, but numerically speaking, we looked at it after BB3, um, because there's uh, one of our uh, coworkers and friends, John, run, like does all the stats for the Blitzball and whatnot, and we're looking at it, and I surprisingly had decent numbers. Now, I'm not saying, like, eye-popping numbers versus Jack. We're like, wow. wow. Like, I Dalton's talking problems. shit? Never. Oh, never yeah. that. Um, <laughs> but the guy... Like now, BB two and BB three is different. The guy I could not see was Trevor in BB two. Okay. Like I could not. That slider was filthy. That fastball, the 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 curveball, everything he threw, I couldn't figure it out. Um, BB three, I know he wasn't necessarily the same. Like he didn't have the pitching the whole way through that tournament. Mm-hmm. But BB two for me, that Trev was unbelievable. BB three, um, I would say, I'd probably say Drew. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big diff- That's a different look too. Like, and, it, and I don't think Trev even really pitched that poorly compared to BB a BB two, just because he had a slider that everyone else seemed to catch up on and see more. I think that's why he didn't throw as well. But I think he had the same stuff. I think people are just seeing more of the same from the rest of the league and everybody catching. And that's why like Drew maybe was like your issue because no one has that straight submarine arm angle. Yeah, I'll say with Trev, I think the first game maybe a little bit into the second game it took him a second to kind of like get back into it right like from like watching it like watching it live he didn't seem like he was like there yet like he was shaking off some rust when he faced como i i thought he pitched pretty well it's just yeah. that they're freaking the machines at the plate <laughs> and they're like there's nothing you can do <laughs> yeah those eyes baby yeah i think we talked about that in that episode how yeah. it's insane like he i think he was talking about it when he was mic'd up too that it was insane that they were taking those pitches but those guys mm-hmm. just see that speed so much different than anybody else in the warehouse. Yeah, no, not even close. Yeah. Like it's amazing. <clears throat> and you're you're a Diamondbacks guy, right? So no, Drew Davis, Drew, Drew Davis is your is uh, Byung Hun Kim from 2001. Wow. Well, I I mean, <laughs> we've listen, made that it, comparison before. That's the closer. Just just because yeah, he's the one who drags his knuckles on the ground when yeah, he threw the ball. Yeah. But don't say that, because like I like Drew Davis. Young Hun Kim blew the two games in the World Series. Hey, he's like, a World Series he champion. Won anyway. it matter. What won. are you talking about? He is. I love Drew. By I that logic, him. I should hate Mariano Rivera. That's true. No, no. Well, all right, that's fair. That's a great point. <laughs> um, but two games blown is more than one. Don't forget that. <laughs> that that's, that's true. Math, I mean, that math, one game was a, a pretty big one, Dalton. <laughs> it was. You're not wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah, I like that comp. I, you know, I'll go with the uh, more recent Diamondbacks. I liked him. I like this guy more, but the, I think pitching wise, you're more accurate. Uh, Brad Ziegler. Do you remember okay. him? Does he know? Diamondbacks. Um, he throws that submarine too, like that arm, that funky arm slot. Okay. And I'll send you after the show, like the way he threw. Ridiculous. And he's going to show, he's going to send you a video of himself doing it in his room. It's going to be dark <laughs> in his room. <laughs> <laughs> I lied to you. It was me. <laughs> Let's see. I'm well, so watching it where, right now. Where did you um, get the the, the D-backs fandom from? I um, oh, I got Brendan, I got some weird sports teams. I do. Way to okay. out yourself as not a listener of Girls and Cub, Brendan. I'm not caught up. I have, I, I'm not caught up. I haven't listened to those either yet. I'm way behind on it. Um, Unbelievable. No, no worries, but definitely go watch Girls and Cub if you have already be. with yeah. all the interviews. Um, I um was young. I loved Randy Johnson. Like the guy's massive. He's got long yep. hair, the purple and teal. Scary. I wish they went back to the freaking purple and teal, man. That pisses me off. But anyway, that's kind of how I became a Diamondbacks fan. Love Randy, and then I just developed to the team. Okay. Big uh, backyard baseball two thousand one guy. Um, 
not that was before my time in terms of video game. I would say like the first game I remember playing was uh, 2K5. I think that's with Jeter on yeah. the cover. Like that was the first game. Um, but I MLB MVP the show, baseball 2005 too maybe MVP baseball. You ever play that? Uh, well, the terrible one Jeter's on the cover. It might be oh, okay. it might be MVP. Like, I, I think Manny's actually on that cover on the MVP baseball. Yep, that's you're right, one. Brendan. Ooh. Good call, Brendan. No ideas. <laughs> All right, so whatever game had Derek Jeter on the cover, <laughs> that's, that's the, one. the one. Yeah. Um, and okay. That's it. <laughs> but you grew up in New York, and you, you were never uh, a Yankees boy or, or a Mets boy. No, I mean, I, I, I had respect for both teams. My my dad's a Yankee fan, but he never pushed on me. He wanted me to make my own choice. I loved Hideki Matsui growing up, um, right. but I, I liked Randy more. I have, I guess, I have a bias towards pitchers in the MLB. So you just you started like your first baseball memories were when Randy was on the Diamondbacks, not when he came to New York. No, like it was like it was like right before he got traded to the Yankees, and then obviously he came back to the Diamondbacks. wasn't as right. good, but yeah. So did you go to like when Randy was on the Yankees? Were you like we got to go to every game he's pitching, Pa? No, but I would make sure I was watching because at the time we didn't have like the. Um, the, like the out, out of network games to right. watch Dimax, so it was much harder. Um, and I would just check, like, anyway, like the newspaper or computer at the time, the scores. And that's the only right. way I would know. But whenever they were in town, I'd either watch the TV or try to get to the stadium. Oh, man. Do you remember when the New York Times did, like, those rubber band bracelet giveaways? I was, I was like, that just, you, before you, as you said, New York Times, I was like, I know what he's going to fucking say. I had, I have the Randy Johnson one upstairs. So I At knew I knew exactly what you're talking about. I had no idea it was the New York Times who did it. Yeah, I think it was, it was that, the New York you Times. get it from Seven Eleven, I think too. They yeah. also had that weird little um, booklet, and they had the tiny little baseballs with the guys' numbers on them. You get to like pop the baseballs into the little book, and they're yeah. like little collectibles. I forget what those are called. Uh-huh. I think it was the New York Times. They did a lot of fun stuff. Like they did one year where it's like if you go to a Seven Eleven and buy a New York Times, you get the bracelet. You go there, you buy a New York Times, you'd get like a book. We have like seven books at my parents' house. <laughs> That That's were just awesome. like free from New York Times purchases. Huh. And they're just all R.L. Stein books. They're all R.L. Stein goosebumps books. <laughs> goosebumps. <Yeah. laughs> That's what it is. But it's just the transcript of the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, football turns into goosebumps. <laughs> That's it. Listen, it's the natural progression of things. I told you, I am a fan. Wherever this wave takes, <laughs> wherever it goes, baby. I'm in. I can bring us back. Now that you've so graciously reminded us yeah. that we're supposed to be professional. Professional. Um, oh, don't worry so about professional. it. So professional. Don't worry about it at all. <laughs> so what was your guys' expectation coming into this tournament? Obviously, you were the runner-up last tournament. You had like that tagline, the get to Saturday, get <laughs> to Sunday, get the banner, right? right? Like, How much of that was expectation and how much of that was entertainment? So me and Nick have different mindsets. Nick is the most like locked in person ever. So like he, and he believes full heartedly we will win no matter what. Doesn't matter who we're playing. We could be facing a rod and Barry bonds. Doesn't matter. We're going to beat them. That's his mindset. Right. Um, so that in his what whole heart, man. it's true. And for me, I did, I, I do believe we're going to win, but my mindset is like, we just got to play as best we can. Like it's any given day. If we play the best we can, we will win. Okay. It's just that we just got to be on our A game all the time. That was kind of my mindset. Okay. Um, but ultimately, we had the same, you know, get to the freaking championship and win it again, or win it this time instead of last time. Yeah. Right. So that would be ideal. What would, right. what would be that benchmark 
for you, not for Nikki, not like as a team, like just for you, what would be the benchmark of this was a successful tournament getting to like what stage? I think it depends on how you did the previous year. So okay. we had high expectations going in. We were ranked really high in the preseason poll. We had just came off the uh, in our first tournament of Lovia's going to the championship and losing. Mm-hmm. Like so, we were the runners up. We had high high expectations going in. I wanted to get back there. Like I think we should have gotten back there. We we and we were below expectations. So I think we were underachieving. Um, okay. For next one, and I'm gonna touch on that in a second. Um, <laughs> Mental note. Oh, um, and then going into this, you know, whenever BB4 comes, right? Um, it's get to the semis, get to the semis, okay. whatever, how the format is, just get to the semis, mm-hmm. just prove that you're one of the top teams again. Right. Um, okay. but going to underwhelming, Nick is going to hate that. I'm saying this, Uh-oh. but don't this... worry. I'm certain he's way too busy to be listening to this. <laughs> I'll I'll clip it and just get him angry on purpose. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> no, this, this um to be a little sad and sappy like this this was on me. This is 100 percent on me. Nick was in my eyes the if we made it far farther the MVP of this tournament between being the best mix of hitter and pitcher. Now maybe he wasn't the best hitter in the tournament, but between his pitching ability and his hitting ability, the reason why we weren't there was because of me and. It sucks. Like, it sucks. And I know that's on me, and that's why, like, this whole time now, I'm trying to get better. Like, mm-hmm. we've seen the jump the jump that Zoe's taken, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like, he's my role model of what I want to try and do for me before. Okay. Take a jump and become a much better player to help Nick and I get that championship. I mean, so, so wow. two things on that. I'm pretty sure, one, yeah. Nick made the last out of your season. So to kind of contrast get what you're saying. Nikki. Get fucked, Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> um, and two... two? Uh, so what are you going to do in the offseason to make adjustments? What, what are you going to work on most? So I'll I'll say, you know, like hitting first. I just have a good feel for it. I'm not like this elite hitter or anything. I just feel comfortable at the plate. So you don't have much I'm, to do there. Maybe this, you'll, you'll, you're gonna, you'll see pitches when you do you practice anyway. I'm sure there's a lot that's of That's it. It's just like yeah. getting the rust off. Like the first mm-hmm. game we played baggage. Like, that was the first time I had played in a couple weeks. So, like, mm-hmm. I had to get used to it again, and I didn't have the greatest hitting performance versus baggage, which is a weird one not to play well in, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because they're a better hitting team usually. Right. Um, but then the other games, like, I think I finished the tournament, like, a, around 500 as a hitter. Yeah, so, like, I did close. bounce back. It's just right. getting those reps. Like, you know how in baseball, like, the pitchers usually have the advantage earlier in the year in the MLB season because – they're more loose and hitters haven't really seen it yet. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the same thing with Blitzball too. Totally. And then second, Brendan, I uh for me, it's two things that I want to work on. Number one is just consistency with my arm slot. I am so for for those who don't know camera wise, I'm not this super big guy. I'm six one, like one fifty, one forty five, one fifty, but my arms are super long and my legs are like unproportionate to my like torso. <laughs> So like I look like one of those inflatable car wash guys yeah. that's like and for the listeners, around. he is butt naked doing that dance for us right now. He exactly. looks exactly like it. <laughs> Just glasses on. Um, <laughs> Running joke. <laughs> Just glasses. Um but um with my long arms, I just have a really hard time finding that consistent fastball slot and that same slider slot. So sometimes I'll throw pitches and it's like, wow, that's a really good pitch. And like you'll hear Rose and Moylan 
like hype me up from the moon. It's like, man, that's a good pitch. He's got it. And then just a couple pitches later, I'm like, I'm just missing. But like, I'll say the difference was from BB2 to BB3. Like, some of my balls were in BB2 were uncontested in B, in BB2. Whereas BB3, I think I was a little bit more contested, like, more for the most part. Like, I obviously, I had some balls that were fucking shitty. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Right. But I think I was making more competitive. Yeah. That, yeah, that happens right. in football in general, too, you know. Right. You know, and, like, I guess it's different in Blitzball. Brendan, you talked about it with Zoe about, like, you know, the scuffing of the wolf ball and how each wolf, wolf ball moves differently. Right. Blitzball, that's not really the case. But when when you make a slight adjustment with, like, your hand placement or your arm slot, it does move differently. Yeah. Like, one game, I one of the We Got Ice games, I think I said to Nick, I don't have my slider. Like, I couldn't snap it the same way. And it was mm-hmm. more of, like, just hitting them on the inside. I'm like apologizing for hitting them. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like it's just not doing what I think it's supposed to do. Yeah, Blitz right. balls also don't have like the best grip too. And I, I can't imagine how hot it must get in there. Like, are you getting sweaty and like losing grip too? With, with are your hands getting yeah. wet? Like you, yeah. Like you saw for the mo- like for, uh, like I think Trev was the big one doing it with like the napkin. Right. And like right. they were going to rub his hands or a towel or whatever. Yeah. It's like you lose grip on it for sure because sweat could be like helpful but i think it passes a certain point where it's no longer aiding you it depends on like if it's mm. uh like the sticky sweat or just like the or slime like straight up slime yeah I, I slime for sure mm-hmm. and i i slime too especially in like a summer summertime that's true i used to play a lot of pickup basketball in the summertime and it gets super like, oh. I, and i would always play shirtless too because that, that was part of my offense you and they would mouth. try and body me up They'd be like, yeah, he doesn't sweat, he slimes. That's, <laughs> like, what that's I, right. That's exactly, exactly what I would do because they don't want to play defense on it. Exactly. I get it. See? Yeah. You want to hear a fucking story, Dalton, of how Brendan and I met? I would love to. This is Brendan, college, right? This is in college. I was okay. a sophomore. Brendan was a freshman. Okay? okay? I am sitting in my room doing my homework, <laughs> blasting music, Boston, right? Okay. Brendan just fucking walks into my room. I don't know him. <laughs> Topless in like the short shorts because Brendan was on the cross country team in college and goes, I love Boston and gave me a big sweaty <laughs> hug. It's a nice, it's so a really I guy. know firsthand, That's awesome. I didn't know this man. <laughs> I know firsthand just how slimy this guy gets. It's true. And it is not something you want to experience. It, it was a test, so, and Peter passed, and we were friends still to this day. So, Brendan, so like, was the logic you liked the, the band Boston, and you're like, let's just see what the vibe is inside the room? I, I don't think I could really con- – I, I there's no thought going into it, really. I think I was just so, so overwhelmed with positivity because of the music. And like, it was very early on in my college career. It was like maybe the first couple of weeks of school, too. So I think okay. I was so excited to be at this giant sleepover for four years that I was just like, anything goes <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Yeah. Brendan, what happened the next day? Do you remember? I think I walked in on you in the shower. <laughs> walked in on me in the shower. He's, he heard me in the shower, and he goes, Peter, I'm coming in. And I go, please, let's we not don't. do this. We met yesterday, and he came into the shower, and it was just like, okay, I guess oh we're best friends. God. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. And we ended up uh, living together uh, after the college was over. Well, yeah. I, mean, I mean, after school, oh, yeah. when we, we lived were together. working professionals in uh, yeah. Huntington in what year is this now? 20, that was 2019. 2019. Oh, nice. Okay. And then yeah. we, and then there, the mornings we only have one bathroom. Peter is a famously long shitter, and I had to shower after I work out and go to work. So we would like, this is the I would take my shower while he would be on the toilet <laughs> with his uh, 
what's that thing, what's that thing called you use they, with the squatty the, potty. The potty he'd be on a squatty potty uh, i'd be in the shower <laughs> and we'd be just like just chatting in the morning that's, yeah. that's how we uh, start our day so there you go that slimy so good. slimy and then way too close way too early way too close that's a great catchphrase i don't know for what but like that's a slogan right there <laughs> that's way too close way Brendan's, too early <laughs> our tandem only fans account that's <laughs> that what it's gonna be, be. That could be me pitching. Like instead of like when I miss barely in the zone early in account, people are taking. I'm way too close, way too early. There you go. I gotta attack that the zone early. Absolutely works. That's perfect. <laughs> work it. Work it into the next one. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so you and ahead, you and Nikki grew up together. When when did you guys meet? So it's kind of funny. Me, girls and co. Brendan, get on it. I'm trying to steal the spotlight. Research. So um, so me, so um. Excuse me. So me and Nick aren't the same age. I think that's what people like actually are shocked about. I'll ask you, Brendan, because Peter, you know, I think cause I said I said it in Girls and Co. Yep. How old do you think Nick and I are? Do you know? I feel like I sort of know. He said when he graduated high school, Brendan, he, he did. Twenty seventeen. Uh... Uh, so he's five years younger than me. That would make him twenty three or twenty four. Yep. And so Nicky, I think, 20, is a 24. couple years younger. I think he's like twenty two, maybe. Right. Okay. You're Nick's actually sixteen years old. <laughs> <laughs> he's turning 23 right he's a year younger than me and when people like talk to nick or i if it was about the warehouse of some sorts they always think i'm younger for some reason nick's got a deep voice and i think that's what it is i think are you saying i don't have a deep voice (laughs) i I think nicky's calves also play like 35 yeah i'm also a freaking toothpick like i'm gonna look younger by by naturally and it's so funny or like it's either same age or younger but Anyway, so we're not the same age, but he has a sister who's my age, and we went to kindergarten together. Like, we were in the same class, and then Little League comes around. Nick and I are on the same Little League team. I think we're like 10 or 9 or 11 and 10, and then we became friends, and then we played baseball our whole lives growing up after that. Nice. Gotcha, gotcha. Very nice. So you you don't have any weird, weird stories like me and Peter do? Or any anything that not to put you in the spot. Any, When's anything, the first any time Nick walked in on you in the show? That's kind of what I'm trying to ask. That's on good. purpose. Thanks, Peter, for When's helping me. When's the last me out. time? <laughs> I'll uh, I'll give you maybe a like a a background picture of Nick, like sure. how he became who he is. This is like I'm in eighth grade. He's in seventh grade. We're doing middle school baseball. We're hanging out. We're hanging out like after practice one night. It's like seven of our friends and him and his and one of our other friends. Like Star Sixty Seven, like these p- pizza restaurants, right? By our and he starts prank calling him, and he starts doing this Italian voice, <laughs> and he, he's Vincenzo, and he's like <laughs> pretending to be another like pizza guy or whatever, and he's doing his prank calls, and we're just dying laughing, like hysterical, <laughs> and like that was the first glimpse, like of Nick being his, like his oh origin story, right? Of like. <laughs> Of his contents, like it's somewhat of an origin story of him, like doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. He's like so funny. Now, in terms of a story that's like <laughs> more similar to a bathroom one, I don't really have. Um, that's so it was good. Be a that's great normal. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah, he, we had a lot of baseball stuff there. You know, there's some locker room stuff between like our team, like that just naturally happens, like in the like the gym locker room, but nothing yeah. like. Crazy, nothing like super funny. Or he would tell funnier. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, 
when we have him on, which is probably never going to happen, uh, <laughs> he'll he'll tell those stories. Right? <laughs> okay, great. It's so funny. My brother is like a huge Nikki fan and a huge Blitzball fan, right? Or a huge John Boy Media fan, I should say. And I go, I go, oh Matthew, I'm talking to. I'm going to talk to Dalton tonight. He's like, oh, nice. Tell him to get Nikki on. I was like, that's not why that's we're, not why we're talk. talking to Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to Dalton to talk to Dalton. Plus, uh, I'm pretty sure Nikki is way too big to come on this fucking rinky dink podcast. I, yeah, I I don't know. Like, if he had time, like, this man is a very super busy man. Like, exactly. it's. Yeah, like it's we understand. Yeah. That's why we're talking shit so he can't hear us. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna clip it and then I'm gonna go viral saying something <laughs> like something that you guys frame on me that I said that there we go. And then we're gonna break up and it's gonna be a thirty for thirty. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna break up. I, I, the one thing about uh, about talking to all you guys is that I mean every time we log off with, with one of these interviews, me and Peter are like, those guys are so fucking nice. And yeah. you, you, you broke the trend. You're you broke one, the trend. You're one of the meanest motherfuckers. Now that you're starting this fight with Nikki, like, unprompted, completely unprompted fight guys, with Nikki. Guys, I will never win a fight. Like, I <laughs> I say it to my friends. I say it to my coworkers whenever it's, like, a joking, like, a argument. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Like, yeah. if I got into a fight, I'm going to lose every single time. Wow. Yeah. That's a pretty bold proclamation. We got to find some bold. other losers. We got to find some <laughs> other losers to get you to go up again. <laughs> I'm not saying like I'm not athletic or I don't have reach. Yeah. I'm just so a you, toothpick. You, really, okay. you, want, you want to fight. You just can't find someone you to beat. You, really, you, you look like a fighter, though. I look like a fighter. You, I don't I know how many fighters you've seen. Elbows. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you, brother, I am not what the definition of a fighter is. <laughs> I mean, to, to oh, go back to okay. earlier in this show, though, it's funny that you said you try to be exactly what you are in real life on the cameras. And I, I, from just talking to you today, that feels like this is the same thing. You are you are exactly what you're trying to do on warehouse games and stuff. You're a very genuine man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. It's like, I, you know, like this is entertainment and all. And like we're trying to be like, you know, playing well and being entertained. But I from my personal opinion, like the best entertainment is being who you are. Yeah. yeah. So. Just be who you are, and you'll have success. Whatever it is, hopefully BB four. Hopefully, semi semifinals, semifinals. BB four well, banners for Dalton. The whole thing. I know we got to get to get to get to Sunday. Get the banner. <laughs> do you want a banner in? Do you want a blitzball banner to be your first one, or do you, or do you like really want to win one inning? Do you really want to win floorball? Does it matter? Is pretty no. much what the question is. I think the crown jewel is blitzball. <laughs> But it doesn't matter. Like we're Nick and I are competitors. As much as like we joke around and have a good time, like we do want to freaking win. Yeah, like we right. want to get a banner any way possible. So right. it's like whatever it may be, we're we're gonna be happy when we get the first yeah. one. You were goalie okay. in uh, floorball, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So are you going back goal? he told this one on girls and really? <laughs> Well, literally, Brendan. you guys know, I actually watched that episode and I was like, oh, these are a lot of good questions. I should, all, I should ask them all. <laughs> 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 the, he talked about it's actually really like an interesting story. So I'll tell point. it. I'll tell it from <laughs> Dalton's perspective. Nobody wants to hear what he has to say. I'll do it. <laughs> go, go ahead, Dalton. <laughs> I don't know if I can tell because I'm laughing now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So the, I'll I'll give the brief version. So I'm I'm at home, right? Um, I'm back home uh, after college and whatnot. And Nick gives me a call. 
like the third Wednesday or Thursday before, like one day before floorball. And he goes, what are you doing this weekend? And I'm like, Friday, I'm not around, but Saturday and Sunday, I will be. And he goes, can you get around Friday? Can you be around Friday? And he sounds nervous. So I'm like, Nick, like, what the, what the hell's going on? Do you want to tell me what the matter? Like, what's the problem? Is everything okay? I'm getting calf goes, inserts on Saturday. I need you to be there to pick me up from the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, you know, like it, was, it sounded something like, like something like dramatically serious. And I was worried. And he goes, would you want to play floorball this weekend? And I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I'm in. <laughs> like I'm, I am in. So one day before we shot floorball, I took Dan Rourke's spot because he got COVID. And, you know, I guess that's history. It, you know, it's been what it's been ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Did So did you know when you went in, like, did Nikki give you any heads up? It's like, by the way, we're going to be on a team with two professional athletes. I knew that. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, okay. And so like. <laughs> My my funny tagline. I said it to Rose. Like one of my first interactions with Rose, I said it. Like I said it to him, and he thought it was the funniest thing. <laughs> I'm like, this is. I'm the new guy, and I'm playing with uh, a pro MLB player, a pro NFL player, a guy who's social media famous with million, a couple million followers, <laughs> and then me. Then here I am. Like I'm your you goalie, make- ladies and gentlemen. Have, have you bumped into like professional players before this, just because of Nikki? Um. I had like an, an interaction with Danucci beforehand, like on the phone, but okay. not like in person. Person, no. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, I mean, I think I don't. It was a while ago now, but I feel like he did pretty well in the net. I mean, are, are, do you have I'm any natural guy. skill at? at or you just no. kind of just just do whatever you can to just throw Nick, limbs around and. Nick and I are the gym tryhards. Like yeah. we yeah. had, we have no hockey background. Like we're uncoordinated in the hockey realm. Right. We just try to use our athleticism and hopefully like we sports. did it right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's a ball. You play with it and you try and score or not score. You try to win a game. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's it's so weird about like floorball. I'm gonna ask you guys this: Would you guys rather be? Because it's been a debate we've had in the office. Would you rather be a goalie or someone who's on the court? Like an offensive or defensive player, for floorball specifically. For floorball specifically, like where? Um, I don't know. That's a great question. I'm, I'm I would be like a midfielder type player because I I, yeah. I have good cardio. Yeah. I can go back and forth as much as anyone needs me to. I can play both defense and offense. But I, I want to be a on the floor player. I don't I don't know if I can take the pressure okay. of being a goalie because that's not where like I when I'm playing baseball. I love the pressure of being a pitcher because that's I'm comfortable on the mound. But like. Being the goalie, not having that background would just make me nervous. I get you. Yeah. Trust me, that was my mindset too in terms of nerves. Like I was yeah. crumbling. Yeah. yeah. I'd want to play on the field. This is going to sound like such a backwards answer. Uh, so like whenever I play anything, like we've talked about this, I forget if like we were watching or if or we were we were live or not, but uh, I'm a big soccer guy. I play in a league and I I like play defense. Uh, purely because I love like just getting in front of the ball, um, and like, like stopping a, a shot, like yeah, like happy but, like, Gilmore in the batting shot. cage, yeah, just taking it to the chest. <laughs> but like once my hands get involved and it's like you're allowed to use your hands, it's like I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I can't control <laughs> these things. It's, it's weird. I just wanna, I wanna get there before it gets to the point of the shot. That's mm. like I, I make jokes about this with my friends all the time, like. If you play soccer with your friends uh, and say you don't really have a background or anything, like what's most fun? Scoring goals, right? Mm-hmm. For me and my fucking insane head, 
stopping a play is so much more fun than scoring a goal. And I don't know why. It's momentum shift. So I would want to play like defense if I played for floorball, but not goalie. You know what's funny? I have that same mindset for basketball. So that's really I, I think that's the funniest thing. Like I can't shoot for my life. I look like a broken giraffe when I shoot a basketball. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, but I'm I again, I'm not an elite athlete, but I hold my own. Like I'm quick. I'm quick and long. So right. with with like the side to side movements and staying in front of somebody defensively, like I would try to lock down the best player on on their off, the opposing offense, and I love that feeling. So Peter, I totally get that mindset. That's I interesting do. for me to hear from two people because I always thought that like growing up, I played soccer my whole life, but I was a kid that kind of just showed up on Sundays because I didn't really want to be there. I would never go to practice, so right. I just show up to games, <laughs> and I felt like all the kids that were put at defense were just the kids that didn't show up to practice. So it was like a punishment to kids. be in defense. Yeah, 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 you play you play fullback. You're the fat zone. <laughs> but and then there's one there's happened. one like super fast. That's sweeper. what happened to me. That's why I played fullback to start, and I was like, I think I'm gonna quit soccer, guys. <laughs> <laughs> for for even for baseball, like when Nick and I played high school baseball, like he was our second and third baseman, and he was a tremendous. He was a good fielder, of course, but he was like a, a really good hitter too. For me, I I was a center fielder, and I just loved. Roman the outfield. Oh yeah, and Nick, this is I'm going to quote Nick here. So, and I am going to toot my own horn. Surprisingly, uh, he said, and I quote: "If the ball was hit to Dalt, I would, I would know that's an out." Nice. Like that's what I loved the confidence that's in awesome. that, like and making that play. So I love defense in any sport. Right. Okay, I like, like that. Basketball defense is the best. I mean, that, that's one of the things I like most about watching this Yankee team is whenever Harrison Bader's actually on the field. It's insane oh. to see the ground he covers. I'm like, that is not an out in any other stadium that like if, if you're this different fielder out there you don't you don't get to it it's just mm-hmm. he's a cheat code out there it's really cool to see he's a freak of nature yeah that's fun though mm-hmm. yeah I was, I was uh i was either pitching shortstop or center field shortstop okay. i could i could be good at it unless i had made an error that game if it was if i made an error in the first inning you might as well take me out because i'm an absolute head case it, it was almost like i might as well have just been like taping a piece of cardboard to my hand after the first error just like nothing uh, nothing matters anymore but if i make the first uh, play then like the rest of the game is golden right but it's center field i feel like there's there's less pressure for some reason because there's just no one around you you feel like you're, you're in your own little world you, oh you are i'm singing them i was singing to myself <laughs> yeah, when i was out there yeah. Keep me focused i wish Full i was circle. joking about that but <laughs> um but yeah like it's i love it i love defense yeah yeah defense is the best but get back on topic a little bit more. Of course. You're the stats guy. Famously, right. you're the stats sure. guy. I know you haven't Uh-oh. watched or listened to to our like actual game recaps. Right. Heavy on stats over here. Love that. Very heavy on stats. Well, depending on the narrative, I'm happy about that. No narrative. <laughs> no narrative. It, it's fully just like I, it started off because... I wanted to, and I had been tweeting it out at the Warehouse Games channel and all that. I wanted to get stats out there before like voting happened, right. so that people could like see it. Yeah, one hundred percent. I get that. So I tweeted out after every like round, like after round one, after round two, after the first round of playoffs, second round of playoffs, and then no, I'm sorry, just the first round of playoffs, and then after just before the final, yeah. and then after the final, I tweeted it out. What? So I did like the normal. Pitching stats, I did games played, pitch count, outs recorded, strikeouts, hits, walks, hit by pitch, uh, hit by pitch in the head, over 60, 
and quote unquote wow. earned runs. Got it. Okay, nice. Uh, and then for batting, I did games played, at bats, singles, doubles, homers, average, OBP, walks, RBIs, and strikeouts. Okay. What would you have liked us to see, or for the next tournament, what would you like us to keep track of or bring up, even if it's past, uh, past outcomes and all this other stuff? Okay. Love that. Um, I think for me, let's start with the pitching end because that's my, my, my weaker spot. Um, walks, that's my first thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say on a quick side note, for me, like when we're talking about me like barely missing the zone, watching back versus playing, like I thought I was the worst player in the world playing that game when uh-huh. I was pitching, when I was throwing all those balls, it sucked. But watching back, and like the, the, like Moylan would tell me, like you're just missing. Like it's right. not like you're you're off by much. You're just missing. And Zoe and Jack aren't going to swing because they've seen they have like besides maybe the Como guys have seen right. the most of the blitz ball. But that was at least reassuring afterwards seeing it again. So maybe that'll be better for BB4. Okay. Um, and then the second thing is earned runs. Like Nick was fantastic. Obviously Cy Young. Um, and for me, well I just got yeah. Oh yeah. I I feel bad for Jack on like you know, the whole scenario with it, like how it happened. Like Nikki was then awarded it after the fact, right. but like numerically it. speaking for sure. It. Yes. Right. Um, but you know, I got to help him out on the pitching. We're a great hitting team. I think a fun fact I have for you guys speaking of numbers is I think Nick and I have played in nine blitz ball games and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Only once have we scored under three runs. Oh, really? That's nuts. Interesting. If and you can you can correct me if I'm wrong if you fact check it after the, like after and the only game we didn't get do that was in the championship BBT. Wow. wow, that's gonna be our thumbnail of this hear... episode release. Like Dalton was wrong. <laughs> Zoom in. <Dalton>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could be. I'm just in like I'm just processing that in my head. I believe so. Like, my I believe, fun. Stuff. I believe it. You and Nikki, same amount of pitches in Blitzball Battle Three. Exact wow. amount of pitches. Wow. Exactly one thirty. Both of them. That's crazy. That is yeah. nuts. I mean, Let's to, not talk about the difference in strike stuff. <laughs> oh, we don't have to talk about outro. Well, I mean, to go back to like what you're saying about feeling like <laughs> shit when you were in there and then like seeing it like, oh, wait, I actually wasn't that bad. I, I totally understand that. Like we, we were talking to, I think the Como boys talked about this yeah. the best and how insane that environment is. So yeah, obviously it's, it's one thing to see it on your computer, but then to be in there and just like you, you everything's going to be amplified when you're under, yeah, under the lights in there, you know? It's the atmosphere is amazing and like it's ridiculous. It feels like a pro game. I'm gonna say this is gonna be a ridiculous statement, but the thing I like I I don't want to say worry about, but like I guess I do worry about it is that I'm gonna let Nick down. That's like I I know how good Nick is. He is the man, and like I am. I was brought into John Boy Media because of him. Like mm-hmm. be, in an emergency situation for floorball. Then I played blitzball with him, and it's developed right into the love right. I don't want to be the 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 really weak spot. Like I don't have to be like a superstar like him. Right. I just have to be a serviceable number two. And for the first part of the tournament, literally before the playoffs started, I we were we we didn't lose a game. We we did our jobs. And then in the back half, I didn't do my job, and I just have I. For me, I don't want to let Nick down. If we lose, <clears throat> and it's like. We both did something wrong, whatever, you know, so be it. It wasn't meant to be. Yeah. But I always, ha- I, I don't want to have that feeling of letting Nick down because I want to do as best as I can for him. Yeah. Well, so it's awesome that, you, like you said before, he's a great teammate and he will never make you feel like that himself. No. 
it's all me. It's right. all myself. Like I'm a positive guy, like in co- like confidence to everybody else and try to hype people up. That's something like without the stats, we're talking about like where I want to improve for me. Mm-hmm. It's that mental component of like, be confident. Don't get down on yourself. You're not that bad. You're not letting Nick down. Just do what yeah. you can. That's the, the Jimmy in you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't get like, I think he gets like super mad at himself. I don't get that. I'm more of like, damn, I'm like, like I, damn. Right. Like I'm, I'm fucking up, you know? Um, again, off top by me. So sorry about that. But, um, and then for hitting, <laughs> maybe a little bit more pop in the bat. Okay. I think. Cause, Cause like I, I do make consistent contacts. I draw walks. I don't, I strike out, but not that much when compared to everybody else, like probably percentage wise. Right. But like I hit the ball hard, just not on right. the fly. We, I usually you said you're, you're a contact guy normally, right? So maybe I guess you just tweak with like a launch angle a little bit. Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. My baseball, like I would always put on the ground. So yeah. I think it's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, you, you had that late I mean, tournament home run. I was shocked. <laughs> I mean, even, but with blitz ball, like you could hit the ball at the bottom of the bat and it'll figure out a way to rise. Yeah. They you have no it, idea how to hit that thing. And it's so funny. Like Jimmy was, was telling me like maybe two, maybe three, like your swing is so nice as a baseball player. You have to tweak it just a little bit. Because yeah. baseball, like it, it'll down. work. It'll work. It's just not going to get the same result, like the home runs or the doubles that you're looking for, because it plays differently. Right. Yeah. Right. You just don't want to get too big. I feel like that. I, you hear a lot of players say that they'll take a huge hack, and either themselves or the teammate will be like, "Slow down a little bit. Get get smaller with that. It's too too big. Yep. It's too big." Because it mm-hmm. is. It's, it's a piece of plastic. It, it happens fast because you're used to swinging a full on bat, but this is like, it weighs a couple pounds, and you're swinging at you know a thing that's also a piece of plastic. You want to know something funny? You guys notice in BB3 I wore batting gloves and BB2 and roulette I didn't? I don't think I did. What was the that. reason behind that? It was because I swung so hard one time during roulette. During the roulette tournament, I jammed my left thumb. It went up onto my hand and it hurt like a bitch and it <laughs> swelled up during it. And like, all right, I don't want that to happen again. So I wear the gloves so the bat doesn't slip out of my hands. And oh my we saw, God. We saw in BB3, Nick almost killed me. The one, yeah, yeah, yeah. One almost hit me in the head, and I was like, a cat went. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! That's but that's why I don't want it to come out of my hands because it it does slip. And the sweat the factor too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's funny. Absolutely. There's there's a lot of times when I play with my friend, and he'll like get one that just dips straight outside, where I'll let go on purpose, and I've gotten hits. <laughs> I've gotten hits that we've like said that's a single <laughs> just <laughs> because counts. I threw the bat at the ball. It's like okay, gym class Vladdy. tennis. Where you just yeah. fucking throw the racket at something that's too far away, <laughs> and hopefully it makes makes a piece. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> All right. Ready to do segments, Brendan? Yeah, this is the big segment. You got All two right. segments. First segment is brought to us uh, by our friend Chris. <laughs> we have a, a friend. His name is Chris. He famously does not listen to the podcast. I he agree. also did not watch Blitzball Battle Three. Okay. Um, so he, there. I love. I love when you break that down. It's always cracks me. It's so up. funny. We've done this so far. Uh, Chris did not know who the Como Boys were, uh, and he did not know who you were. So he asked, "What baseball team is their favorite?" Right. We got him the answers. His question to you. Okay. Would you rather have Corbin Carroll's speed or his hair? Oh, speed. No question. <laughs> oh, wow. Done. I've been like, that is the easiest question of the night so far. <laughs> Dalton like, said his hair is good enough. Corbin Carroll's hair is shit. That's, that's I, a tough I don't really, 
care about the looks that much. Like if I had wow. his speed, like the looks are the looks. I, yeah, that's what it is. What it is. Don's a hat man. I, I think it's tough because Chris he doesn't know this um, is a bald man. So Don't I think that's where it comes from. That's where it comes Brandon. from. That's where it is. He's uh, trying his best. He's, he's a father. He's two time dad. Yeah, first two-time meeting. Dad. Do this. Two-time dad. Okay. Can't do this. He's a he's a two-timing dad. Two-timing think... dad. <laughs> well, I, I'll say this: I like I dye like my hair is not naturally black. It's not naturally blonde either. But this is more like it. I did it for my sister for my hair, and I did not like the way it looked in BB three. So maybe <laughs> I would choose the hair during BB three over the okay. speed because I'm not running. Exactly. But, Overall, like in life, I'd probably take Corbin Kelsey. You know what? Well, I think the two of them kind of work together because when the helmet flies off and the hair's flowing, so good. the speed really helps the hair. Yeah, it makes you look faster. Yeah. It does. That's the whole reason I grew my hair out when I was in like seventh grade. And then it like was an afro. So <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> awesome. It just grows out. <laughs> it grows. It's like the most like picture some kind of Adriatic Mediterranean hair. <laughs> That's just what it was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Would you, you'd take his so, speed for sure and ball for ball and play. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm I am fast. Like that is the one trait I have. Like athletically, because I ain't strong. It's it's the you're, speed. You're very so, light. Like for a six one, like one fifty, that's so light. Little, yeah. Yeah. I I am a yeah. It's bad. <laughs> Something I'm so, working on. That's your, that's your body people, type. That's right. How many people are beating you in a race from the warehouse games? Like players. Hard hitting question. Love that question. That's good question. Um. So let's go. Let's break it down by team, right? Let's go with the sixteen. Let's go just BB three. Is that okay. fair? BB yeah, three, yeah. completely okay. fair. Um, Joe's baggage. So I'll say everyone who was in the combine because we did an, uh, a combine. Okay. I, now I came in second, but Nick and I know. Well, at least growing up, I was always faster than Nick. So right. it depends on the race for Nick and I. But I would say I'm faster. That's the one thing I got over Nick in this world. Is I would say speed. Mm-hmm. Right. So Nick, Zoe, Jack. And height, but we're not counting it. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm, a bit, I'm almost as tall as a tree. More like a tree <laughs> than Nicky is. Uh, no, a baggage I got. So ice I got. Nick I got. Um, Drew Davis would be interesting. Mm. I think... We were supposed to play basketball a while back. Never happened, but that would be a fun one because we're about the same. He's much bigger, but we're about the same height. I'm a, I'm a little bit taller than him. Um, but speed, that's a that can be close, but I'll give it to Drew. Drew's okay. probably – I'll give that one to Drew. Humble. What a humble man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know about Trev. Rourke I beat in the combine. Trev, Trev you Trev's an old man. I'll be Trev. Yeah. Why not? Well, wow. it's also nice to say MLB guy. It'd be fun to say that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Como, I don't know how they run, so it's kind of right. hard. That's true. Uh, Sammy looks like a He'll built s- guy. Yeah, so like, maybe a little top heavy, Kool Aid Man esque. Well, I don't oh, know. I those like the opposite. Those little thinking, muscular oh. guys are fast. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking like more of a, a CMC, like because Nick's fast too, and he's built. They're, I would say, built similarly. So mm, I think right. Sammy's fast. That's true. I'll give it. I'll give it to Sammy. I humble. think I'm faster than Caden. Okay, and wow. then not that humble. Oh, Kenobi, oh, beat it. <laughs> Sorry, forgot that. Older, old man. Um, any team, Pinstripe, Joe's Lou beat. Um, Is that everyone? Oh, K-Mac and Colin, I'd beat both of them too. Wow. Who beat you in the combine? Nick by point zero, uh, two, two one hundredths of a second in Was the that, 40. That was the one oh, on the football field. I watched that. So I won. So, oh, well, that one. Okay. 
So I won the first time. So you got two tries. I won the first time. He won the second time. But it's the best accumulated <laughs> overall score. time. And he beat me by two one hundredths. Wow. That's unbelievable. Yeah. There was human error. We're going to say there was human, human error. error. Yeah. Yep. yep. On the stopwatch. Yep. Get out of here. Bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All rematch, right. rematch, this. baby. Rematch. You heard it here first, Nick. We're, we're, all we're doing is talking shit on this pod. <laughs> we are calling you out. Dalton's gonna smoke you. He said you could get a fifty-yard head yeah. start for the forty-yard dash, and he'll still beat you. Dalton said. That's he That's said exactly all, what I said. All yep. those muscles in those legs. All. They're all glamour muscles, baby. He's, he's, oh Dalton. He may not have said it out loud. He put it in the chat, and I'm relaying it to you guys. This is what happened. Um, uh, last question. Okay. Big one. We've been yeah. asking this to everyone. Okay. If Blitzball Battle teams were three players, who would you add to you and Nikki? With two caveats. One, has to be something reasonable. Randy Johnson can't be added. Okay. Two, it has to be someone who is not current, who was not on a team during Blitzball Battle 3. Okay. Um. Oof. And I'm this is to... this is just you. Like if if you're trying to think like, oh, who would Nikki say? Nikki's answer could be completely different than yours. Right. This is just so, from you. Quick question about the question: mm-hmm. Am I allowed okay. to choose? Like, is it like someone we know? Is it like an athlete? Is it like anyone who you think is reasonable? Like anyone who you think you could ask, and they would say, "Yeah, I'd play with you." Okay. It could be um, like we had Joe's. Last episode, picked somebody from like his high school baseball team. That so like that, we had that's kind of, of what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. All right. I'll give you two potential options. Number one is a friend from back home for Nick and I. Our shortstop. His name's Tommy. Tommy. Um, You're in. He's in. Like he's like he fits the nice guy. Like the the baseball player. He was a two a really good shortstop and pitcher. Brandon kind of like you. So like that oh. would fit perfectly. Um, hopefully you have the adapt, right? Best friends, chemistry still is there. Um, what's the Puma sec- doing? What's she's, that? She's trying to attack me. <laughs> oh, you're trying to get it. You're getting attacked right now. Yeah. Cat cat's just like showing up. I, Sorry. If, Go ahead. If your cat's got a question, I'm ready. Put <laughs> her up to the camera. And then, um, the second person is our friend, John, who, um, oh, when Zoe said about the person hurting himself. Okay. In basketball, yeah. Oh he, yeah. So he is a very athletic person. Like right. he was a former pitcher in high school. So like, he's it, the one who's a pitching coach, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Zoe so picked I, him as his number two. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So you can see we're, we're we're in the same mind here. Um, he great arm. It's a lively arm. Now the the speed rule hurts him, but like he his slide is very good. Um, but he'd be a good compliment to me. So if there was a rule where only two guys would have to pitch. I don't got it. I don't have to pitch anymore. He can pitch, and then I could stay in the lineup, but he doesn't have to hit. Ah, oh, look at that. See, good there thoughts. It is. Good thoughts. Some strategery. There is strategery. <laughs> uh, Puma's oh. question. Puma wants to know uh, why Nikki Cass is so slow. That's what she asked me. Ooh. No, Puma, stop being toxic. She really okay. is. Listen, Puma's all about racing, dude. Come on. <laughs> all right. Good oh answers. my god. Good answers. He- no, he yeah, he's gonna he probably would be in a race. Yeah, and a lot what of people if you have like been tied uh... his shoes together before the race started. <laughs> Who wins that? Oh, I would do like the J.R. Smith. Like I would like 
I would definitely yank his. I wouldn't tie them together. I would like untie them, and like <laughs> hopefully he doesn't notice. Yeah, <laughs> she was just fly off. Yeah, Dalton's oh, that all about idea. cheating. Don't loves to cheat. He's a big cheater. No, biggest big... cheater in the warehouse. What are we saying? <laughs> <laughs> you guys we're are wild. I love. We're it. a big liar pod. Uh, big time liar. Sometimes pod. we lie about lying, so we're actually truth. Yeah, we're not even recording this. Hey, two two yeah. negatives make a positive. There you go. I learned that somewhere. I think. I mean, that he's a, he's a stat, you're a statistician. You know math. Statistician. Is that math? There's numbers. Yeah, statistics is absolutely math. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant about the lying and the truthful, the positive, the negative. No, well, that I, too. It's kind of math. I was thinking more like electrons and protons, but <laughs> uh, oh, okay, okay. Stoichiometry. That's but you're right. That is freaking math too. Now that I think about it, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh right. my god. So, I guess, uh, Brendan, you got any more questions? I mean, I got I got one more for you, Peter. This is a throwback. This is a classic. Throwback. What'd you have for dinner? What'd you have for dinner? There it is. We knew it. I, had, I haven't eaten yet. You've eaten yet? So Let's I get haven't... the hell out of here. Walden. No, no, no worries. Like, listen, I my my appetite is really bad, and that's why I'm I mean, like. Yeah. I, I, you said you were 98 pounds at the start. That's not. And you guys are a liar pod. Oh my god! It took me until an hour and 18 to realize that it's a lie. Like, what? It's just lie. Um, but I, um, I just don't get hungry. Like, I gotta make myself eat. Mm. Uh, but what? What? I'll answer what I will have for dinner. Okay, good. I have uh, a half of a meatball parm in the fridge. That hour. And it's a week that and a half old. Good. No, I would. Okay. Uh, it's two days old. Two okay. days old. So, uh, okay. Follow up question: How do you reheat a meatball parm? I have my answer, but it's, it's a difficult it's a one to question. reheat. So it is. So what I do is, well, first I make sure the meatballs are. I don't. Uh, quick sidebar: Nick hates my food takes. I have the worst food takes in the world. So <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, we funny. saw you ate pasta. Right. Whenever we oh, talk, yeah, like that's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad. I know. Although um, he doesn't actually hate it, girls and co go listen to it. Okay. <laughs> um, I so I'll make sure the meatballs are are cut in half, so it's like less. It's easier to heat up. Bingo. I will. I would microwave it first, but not super long. But microwave just to get like a somewhat warmer, like a yeah. lukewarm. I would put it in a toaster oven to get the bread crispy yeah, again, baby. That's and right. then have it as the final product. So you're a pro. You know exactly what you're doing there. You're a pro. That see you guys. That's like the first positive food take I've ever gotten. In my <laughs> no, life. that's genius. That's really, a, I wouldn't yeah. even go as far and as doing the microwave, some, but that's great. What are some controversial ones then? Oh, besides right. the pasta stuff. Wait, so do you, when when you say you're you're not a, like, it's not that you hate pasta. You're just you don't care for it, right? Right. I so mac and cheese. Pastas, no. Wow. Like there's certain pastas I'm like I will not have. Like I could not eat it based on like just like the sauce or whatever. Okay. But there are other ones where I'm like, okay, I could eat it, but I don't love it. You or wouldn't go like, after it. What's that? Like you would just eat certain things you wouldn't go after. Like you're not seeking them out. Right. If you gave me like a list, of my top favorite, like my ten favorite foods, pasta is not, not going to make the list. Right. That's fair. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, when I was younger, pasta was like a top three for me, and then I grew up and I like experienced other cuisines, right. <laughs> and I was like, pasta is still really good, but like. I'd right. much prefer other things. My exactly. daughter would fucking kill me if she heard me say that. Don't you? That's a quick, so quick, quick thing. Then the favorite food. Then. Yeah. What's your favorite? What's your top dog? Buffalo chicken pizza. 
Wow, Delicious. crazy. Okay. Number one for Dalton was zucchini fritters is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I don't. Followed I don't know by hot dog straight out of the fridge was number two. Yeah, and honestly, fried pickle chips with mayo on the side is number three. Honestly, that's a good answer. That's a good, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll leave you with one of my my really bad food takes besides the pasta. Um, I don't eat cereal with milk. Like, there is no milk involved. Fair. No. Nothing. That's like, fair. I so live and die by that. My wife has a big uh, – she has a big take with that one. If you don't eat cereal with milk, are you still using a spoon? I don't. All right. It depends on the cereal. Well, because yeah. I mean, you're not going to like take uh, fucking honey bunches of oats with your hands. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'm not getting the dust. Oh, uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm going to use a spoon. If we're talking regular Cheerios, I could just, yeah. you know. Right. And, and that's it goes that's in the and one yeah. I was thinking of, too. Yeah. Yeah. My wife makes fun of me whenever I get a bowl of dry cereal and take a spoon. <laughs> she was like, this is hand food. This is finger food. And I was like, Kristen, this is not. This, now, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> now, I don't know if I said it on Girls and Co. or if I just said it to Paxton, like, outside of, like, when we're just talking. But I would use, like, a plastic spoon. I'm not going to use, like, a metal spoon because I feel like that's a waste to, like, wash it again. But yeah, I'd use a plastic out the plastic. I just throw it away. Problem solved. <laughs> I mean, arguably more of a waste. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when you say it like that, that's more yep, of a waste. Dalton also like, hits the environment. Food. You heard it here first. Unbelievable. You, you heard it here coming first. out as a bad person on this pod. <laughs> we yeah, might have to get canceled. I don't know. You I'm, did it to yourself. Am I going to get canceled for things I didn't say? Um, <laughs> hey, first, you're going after Nikki, talking so much shit. Then you say zucchini fritters is your number one food. Why? I don't think you don't understand how I'm a master editor. I can make you say anything on this show. I'm well aware. Oh, I yeah, trust me. I know. That's all right. Whatever happens, happens. I'm just going to try to have a positive outlook after it. So it's so <laughs> funny. It's so funny that Brendan says this because the whole – before like anybody from John Boy heard this podcast – the whole purpose of us doing this, Brendan does like four other podcasts. Oh, the whole oh, purpose right. of us doing this was so that Brendan could have a podcast that we could just record, and all he does is like trim <laughs> the ends yeah. and put it out. And then all of a sudden, like people are like that. You guys start catching on, and we're like, "Oh my god, now there's pressure." <laughs> it's, it's still not a lot of work. I still don't do very much. Still not a lot of work. He doesn't oh. do a ton. Um, That's but, the way they did from uh, podcast. I didn't know that. Oh, he does a lot. Yeah, I, I tried to get him to plug him on Joe's episode, and he refused to. So he's it's just do not. It it's not the audience for it. it. What the fuck are you talking about? It absolutely is the audience. Well, the, well, the, yeah, sure. Well, we were talking before the the show started. You know what? Let's get to plugs. Let's get to plugs. Dalton, go ahead. You go first. Where am I going? I have no I idea. You're plugging. I am. I'm lost. Plug your Twitter. Your Twitter is great. Oh, so like plug that. Your Twitter. Oh my gosh, I. I don't know what I was thinking with plugs. Like I'm, I'm thinking He's about dr- dr- yeah, selling drugs. Things. <laughs> no, I'm not thinking that kind of plug. I'm thinking of like the cords that you plug into an outlet. And I'm like, what are we? Name your favorite plugs. Uh, I like the orange the pod, ones from Home Depot. The pod has devolved. It's devolved to chaos. We're trying to wrap it up succinctly. Bye. <laughs> it's happening. Right Let me try that again. <laughs> so great. I'm going to plug my info because I'm a freaking idiot. Um, my Twitter is dfeely14. You can also just search my name, Dalton Feely. And then my Instagram is just my name, Dalton Feely. Easy, baby. Perfect. Great and stuff. Are you, you are the producer, or I'm sorry, you're the stats guy for Talking Baseball. I am right? the, so I'm the head researcher for Talking Baseball. 
Right. I also am the head researcher for Things You Missed, which is a show on uh, on John Boy Media's main channel. Yep. Um, I also am an assistant. I'm not. I don't. We kind of like collaborate on um, stats that exist but don't matter with Jolly. Mm. And I am also the head researcher for Weekly Dumb. Very good. Perfect. All incredible plugs. All listen to them all. Or and warehouse channel. Don't forget the warehouse channel. Don't warehouse channel. If, if you're here, somehow, I'm assuming. Yeah. Somehow, you're yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta make That's sure like the crux of this. Just hit 200k tonight. Whoa! Wow! Damn. Congratulations. Congrats. That's yeah. awesome. Right before I left the office, too, we got to 200k. That's awesome. awesome. Thanks to that uh, the Blitzball Boy bump, as they say. The Blitzball Boy bump. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know it. <laughs> you know it. We drive the channel. We views. Drive the channel right there. <laughs> You this guys don't drive our listeners. It's five hundred thousand after this interview. Easily. Absolutely. Easily. Tonight before it even comes out. It's happening. Five hundred K. That's the, the Blitzball Boys bump. All right, Brendan. Plug them all. I don't want to hear this bullshit that you just want to plug one. Plug them all. You can listen to the Hobby Boys wherever you get your podcast. The podcast about beer and sometimes liquor, sometimes wine, whatever we feel like doing. We talk to some cool people over there. Sometimes we get a random comedian on there. Sometimes we talk to people that are Athletic trainers, that seems to be what we do a lot lately. I don't know why. Um, yeah. How did you get this, like, hydro stuff going on? I, I, I just asked people to – the funny thing is when you tell people you have a podcast, they think you're more important than you really are. So they're like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And then they, but then I did it with the first person, and they had fun with us. So I think that's where we, we get you. You have fun with us, and then you tell your friends about it, and then they get their other buddies to join. So that's how that all worked out. Um, second one. The Lonely Boys is a post-show recap of the show Gossip Girl, where we break down every single episode of the show Gossip Girl at length and have guests on that show. We have a lot of fun guests on there, some that have been on the TV show Survivor, so that's a lot of fun, a lot of people in that world. Um, Wait, they've been contestants on Survivor? One person that... I know for sure. I never... So the funniest thing about that show is I'm not the sure runner. I just show up and make goofs. Uh, So I never know who I'm talking to. I never know the guest's name until, like, we're about to go on and then one of the times it was like oh so brendan um this next person is uh, has been on survivor before like oh like the tv show oh that's crazy uh <laughs> i'm not gonna change how i act um but a lot of people that are in that world for whatever because my friend has that, those connections but uh the other yeah. one is a show on patreon.com slash the hoppy boys pod that's our sister show the sandy boys where we talk about the oc um it's uh josh schwartz's other show it is he did Gossip Girl and the OC. OC came first. Uh, so you can listen to all those. I think there must be some other one. The, you know what? Also on Patreon, that same link, you can find a couple episodes of the, of the Average Joels, where me and my buddy That's Brian I was gonna bring it. Uh, are slowly going through the discography of Billy Joel being Long Island mm. Boys. Yeah. That's a fun one. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. Love me, Billy Joel. That rounds it. Are you happy now, Peter? I'm very happy, Brendan, except for what you forgot. One thing. Drink Subtle Tea. Drink Subtlety. That's where I work. Drink Subtlety. Drink those. Delicious. Go to Subtlety.com. You can get $2 off your order with code HOPPYBOYS, H-O-P-P-Y-B-O-Y-S. Go find that stuff. Yeah. Then... 80%. Not bad, Brennan. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Thanks. Thanks. Not bad. I race. Okay, great. But, uh, Brennan, you got anything else to add after that? Nope. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>